Today is the 10th day of January. Welcome to the Daily Audio Bible. I am Brian, and it's great to be here with you today as, well, this is is the 10th day of the year, so 10 days equals a week and a half, so that's where we are in the year, even as we approach the end of a week, the first full week of this year. So we have uh, indeed begun our voyage and we are sailing straight out into the deep. And probably by now we can see that the Bible has a lot to say. It's very, very, very poignant to the lives that we're living right now. And so let's continue that voyage. Today we're we're going to say goodbye to somebody that that we've gotten to know a little bit. And we're going to see ourselves beginning in the Old Testament to shift into a new generation. So we've been reading from the New International Version this week. We'll do that today. Genesis chapter 23, verse 1 through 24, verse 51. Sarah lived to be 127 years old. She died at Kiriath Arba, that is, Hebron in the land of Canaan. And Abraham went to mourn for Sarah and to weep over her. Then Abraham rose from beside his dead wife and spoke to the Hittites. He said, I am a foreigner and a stranger among you. Sell me some property for a burial site here so I can bury my dead. The Hittites replied to Abraham, Sir, listen to us. You are a mighty prince among us. Bury your dead in the choicest of our tombs. None of us will refuse you his tomb for burying your dead. Then Abraham rose and bowed down before the people of the land, the Hittites. He said to them, If you are willing to let me bury my dead, then listen to me and intercede with Ephron, son of Zoar, on my behalf. So he will sell me the cave of Machpelah, which belongs to him and is at the end of his field. Ask him to sell it to me for the full price as a burial site among you. Ephron the Hittite was sitting among his people, and he replied to Abraham in the hearing of all the Hittites who had come to the gate of his city. No, my lord, he said, listen to me. I give you the field, and I give you the cave that is in it. I give it to you in the presence of my people. Bury your dead. Again, Abraham bowed down before the people of the land, and he said to Ephron in their hearing, Listen to me. If you will, I will pay the price of the field. Accept it from me so I can bury my dead there. Ephron answered, Abraham, listen to me, my lord. The land is worth 400 shekels of silver, but what is that between you and me? Bury your dead. Abraham agreed to Ephron's terms and weighed out for him the price he had named in the hearing of the Hittites. 400 shekels of silver, according to the weight current among the merchants. So Ephron's field in Machpelah near Mamre both the field and the cave in it 
and all the trees within the borders of the field was deeded to Abraham as his property in the presence of all the Hittites who had come to the gate of the city. Afterward, Abraham buried his wife Sarah in the cave in the field of Machpelah near Mamre, which is at Hebron in the land of Canaan. So the field and the cave in it were deeded to Abraham by the Hittites as a burial site. Abraham was now very old, and the Lord had blessed him in every way. He said to the senior servant in his household, the one in charge of all that he had, Put your hand under my thigh. I want you to swear by the Lord, the God of heaven and the God of earth, that you will not get a wife for my son from the daughters of the Canaanites, among whom I am living, but will go to my country and my own relatives and get a wife for my son Isaac. The servant asked him, What if the woman is unwilling to come back with me to this land? Shall I then take your son back to the country you came from? Make sure that you do not take my son back there. Abraham said, The Lord, the God of heaven who brought me out of my father's household and my native land and who spoke to me and promised me on oath, saying, To your offspring I will give this land. He will send his angel before you so that you can get a wife from my son from there. If the woman is unwilling to come back with you, then you will be released from this oath of mine. Only do not take my son back there. So the servant put his hand under the thigh of his master Abraham and swore an oath to him concerning this matter. Then the servant left, taking with him ten of his master's camels loaded with all kinds of good things from his master. He set out for Aram Naharaim and made his way to the town of Naor. He had the camels kneel down near the well outside the town. It was toward evening, the time the women go out to draw water. Then he prayed, Lord, God of my master Abraham, make me successful today and show kindness to my master Abraham. See, I am standing beside this spring and the daughters of the townspeople are coming out to draw water. May it be that when I say to a young woman, Please, let down your jar that I may have a drink. And she says, Drink, and I'll water your camels too. Let her be the one you have chosen for your servant Isaac. By this I will know that you have shown kindness to my master. Before he had finished praying, Rebekah came out with her jar on her shoulder. She was the daughter of Bethuel, son of Milcah, who was the wife of Abraham's brother, Nahor. The woman was very beautiful, a virgin. No man had ever slept with her. She went down to the spring, filled her jar, and came up again. The servant hurried to meet her and said, Please, give me a little water from your jar. Drink, my lord, she said, and quickly lowered the jar to her hands and gave him a drink. After she had given him a drink, she said, I'll draw water for your camels, too, until they have had enough to drink. 
so she quickly emptied her jar into the trough, ran back to the well to draw more water, and drew enough for all his camels. Without saying a word, the man watched her closely to learn whether or not the Lord had made his journey successful. When the camels had finished drinking, the man took out a gold nose ring weighing a becca and two gold bracelets weighing ten shekels. Then he asked, Whose daughter are you? Please tell me. Is there room in your father's house for us to spend the night? She answered him, I am the daughter of Bethuel, the son of Milcah, born to Naor. And she added, We have plenty of straw and fodder, as well as room for you to spend the night. Then the man bowed down and worshipped the Lord, saying, Praise be to the Lord, the God of my master Abraham, who has not abandoned his kindness and faithfulness to my master. As for me, the Lord has led me on the journey to the house of my master's relatives. The young woman ran and told her mother's household about these things. Now Rebekah had a brother named Laban, and he hurried out to the man at the spring. As soon as he had seen the nose ring and the bracelets on his sister's arms and had heard Rebekah tell what the man had said to her, he went out to the man and found him standing by the camels near the spring. Come, you who are blessed by the Lord, he said. Why are you standing out here? I have prepared the house and a place for the camels. So the man went to the house and the camels were unloaded. Straw and fodder were brought for the camels and water for him and his men to wash their feet. Then food was set before him. But he said, I will not eat until I have told you what I have to say. And tell us, Laban said. So he said, I am Abraham's servant. The Lord has blessed my master abundantly, and he has become wealthy. He has given him sheep and cattle, silver and gold, male and female servants, and camels and donkeys. My master's wife, Sarah, has borne him a son in her old age, and he has given him everything he owns. And my master made me swear an oath and said, You must not get a wife for my son from the daughters of the Canaanites in whose land I live, but go to my father's family and to my own clan and get a wife for my son. Then I asked my master, What if the woman will not come back with me? He replied, The Lord, before whom I have walked faithfully, will send his angel with you and make your journey a success so that you can get a wife from my son, from my own clan, and from my father's family. You will be released from my oath if, when you go to my clan, they refuse to give her to you. Then you will be released from my oath. When I came to the spring today, I said, Lord, God of my master Abraham, if you will, Please grant success to the journey on which I have come. See, I am standing beside this spring. If a young woman comes out to draw water and I say to her, Please, let me drink a little water from your jar, 
And if she says to me, drink, and I'll draw water for your camels too, let her be the one the Lord has chosen for my master's son. Before I finished praying in my heart, Rebecca came out with her jar on her shoulder. She went down to the spring and drew water, and I said to her, Please, give me a drink. She quickly lowered her jar from her shoulder and said, Drink, and I'll water your camels too. So I drank, and she watered the camels also. I asked her, Whose daughter are you? She said, The daughter of Bethuel, son of Naor, whom Milcah bore to him. Then I put the ring in her nose and bracelets on her arms, and I bowed down and worshipped the Lord. I praised the Lord, the God of my master Abraham, who had led me on the right road to get the granddaughter of my master's brother for his son. Now, if you will show kindness and faithfulness to my master, tell me. And if not, tell me, so I may know which way to turn. Laban and Bethuel answered, This is from the Lord. We can say nothing to you one way or the other. Here is Rebekah. Take her and go, and let her become the wife of your master's son, as the Lord has directed. Matthew 8, 1-17 When Jesus came down from the mountainside, large crowds followed him. A man with leprosy came and knelt before him and said, Lord, if you are willing, you can make me clean. Jesus reached out his hand and touched the man. I am willing, he said. Be clean. Immediately he was cleansed of his leprosy. Then Jesus said to him, See that you don't tell anyone, but go, show yourself to the priest and offer the gift Moses commanded as a testimony to them. When Jesus had entered Capernaum, a centurion came to him asking for help. Lord, he said, my servant lies at home paralyzed, suffering terribly. Jesus said to him, shall I come and heal him? The centurion replied, Lord, I do not deserve to have you come under my roof. But just say the word, and my servant will be healed. For I myself am a man under authority, with soldiers under me. I tell this one, go, and he goes, and that one, come, and he comes. I say to my servant, do this, and he does it. When Jesus heard this, he was amazed and said to those following him, truly, I tell you, I have not found anyone in Israel with such great faith. I say to you that many will come from the east and the west and will take their places at the feast with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob in the kingdom of heaven. But the subjects of the kingdom will be thrown outside into the darkness where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. And Jesus said to the centurion, Go, let it be done just as you believed it would. 
and his servant was healed at that moment. When Jesus came into Peter's house, he saw Peter's mother-in-law lying in bed with a fever. He touched her hand, and the fever left her, and she got up and began to wait on him. When evening came, many who were demon-possessed were brought to him, and he drove out the spirits with a word and healed all the sick. This was to fulfill what was spoken through the prophet Isaiah. He took up our infirmities and bore our diseases. Psalm 9, 13 through 20. Lord, see how my enemies persecute me. Have mercy and lift me up from the gates of death that I may declare your praises in the gates of daughter Zion and there rejoice in your salvation. The nations have fallen into the pit they have dug. Their feet are caught in the net they have hidden. The Lord is known by his acts of justice. The wicked are ensnared by the work of their hands. The wicked go down to the realm of the dead, all the nations that forget God. But God will never forget the needy. The hope of the afflicted will never perish. Arise, Lord. Do not let mortals triumph. Let the nations be judged in your presence. Strike them with terror, Lord. Let the nations know they are only mortal. Proverbs 3, 1-6 My son, do not forget my teaching, but keep my commands in your heart, for they will prolong your life many years years and bring you peace and prosperity. Let love and faithfulness never leave you. Bind them around your neck. Write them on the tablet of your heart. Then you will win favor and a good name in the sight of God and man. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding in all your ways submit to him and he will make your paths straight okay so a couple things uh, just to point out today and uh, consider as we prepare to go into our uh, first weekend of the year so let's go to the book of Genesis. We said goodbye to Sarai, whose name had become Sarah, who was, uh, you know, when we got into the meat of the story, she was already kind of an elderly woman who then gave birth to a son of promise, whose name is Isaac. And this is where we kind of begin to shift into the next generation. So Abraham sends a trusted servant to go find a wife for this son of promise, Isaac. 
And so he sends the servant back to his own family because this is a child. Like, there's a huge promise over this. And we will see how that story begins to play out as we continue it tomorrow. But Sarah, she dies. And so Abraham is, he's a foreigner. So he's not a landowner. He has plenty of of material goods. He's wealthy, but he's not a landowner. And he, he needs some land now to establish a burial ground. And this is kind of the first owned land uh, by Abraham who's received this promise in this land of promise. And it actually has some significance, some significance that we're not going to really understand until we get a little bit further in the story. But let's just remember where this burial cave is. It is near Hebron, according to the Bible, and it is the cave of Machpelah, according to the Bible, and it is in the valley of Eshkol, according to the Bible. We're going to see this place again in the Bible, Uh, but I should point out that this place still does exist until today. It's called the Tomb of the Patriarchs at this point, and it's uh, kind of enclosed by... Uh, by a large structure that was built in the Herodian era. And uh, so we've, we've just basically buried Sarah. She's the first person to be buried in this cave, but she's certainly not going to be the last, and Abraham himself will eventually be buried in this cave, and so it's the tomb of the patriarchs. And it's a bit of a contentious well-guarded place because of where it's situated and what it represents. Obviously, the tomb of Abraham has significance for Jewish people and uh, Christian believers, as well as those who practice Islam. So it is uh, one of the holiest pilgrimage sites in the world until today. Then we move into the book of Proverbs, and now Proverbs is almost pleading with us and simply reaching out her hand to say, I have everything that you are struggling to figure out. I have everything you need, and I have everything you want. So, you can... Struggle, you can grasp and thrash and connive and deceive and manipulate. You can withhold information, you can curate, you can you can make something false look true and even fool yourself. And you can think that you've accumulated all the things that you want and you're surrounded by all this life and lifestyle that you think you deserve or that you think that you're after. And it won't be what you're looking for. And it will collapse on you. And in some cases, great will be that thunder. Or you can listen to me. And I will just gift you what you need to know to navigate this life. And none of the things you're trying to hold on to or achieve or grasp will be able to enslave you because you'll be wise. So I I just want to uh, give voice once again to what wisdom was speaking to us from the scriptures. 
let's listen to these words again because we're a week and a half into the year. And this is what we need to know to navigate the rest of the year. So this is wisdom speaking. Do not forget my teaching. Keep my commands in your heart. Right? So this is as deep as it goes if you can keep something in your heart. But if you do, she says, if you keep them in your heart, they'll prolong your life many years and bring you peace and prosperity. Let love and faithfulness never leave you. Okay? Love and faithfulness. Bind them around your neck. Write them on the tablet of your heart. Then you will win favor and a good name in the sight of God and man. Very different than a curated respect that we try to make in our lives that is ultimately propped up and false. This is what, what wisdom is speaking to us is something that is real and true. And she goes on to say what many of us may have memorized, but all of us need to take to heart. This is something to put in our hearts, as wisdom was suggesting. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding, right? Don't lean on what you think you know. You do not know all that you think you know. In all your ways, submit to him, and he will make your paths straight. So, I, I, guess, I mean, you know, the question is, is that what you're looking for? Because this is where the Bible is headed. So we're like a week and a half in and we've set sail and you're like, you know, this is not what I'm looking for. I was hoping for, you know, better ways to manipulate people and get things that I wanted. Then this is not the right ship. But if you've been on a windy path that is taking you, taking you through territory that you never wanted to experience and you're trying to find some sort of illuminated path that will lead you somewhere that makes sense in life, here it is. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, submit to him, and he will make your paths straight. And so, Father, as we prepare to move ourselves into the end of a week, and as we look back over just the first bit of time that we've had in the scriptures this year, it's, uh, yeah, we can already see where this is going and we want it because for the first time it feels like we might be able to go somewhere. And now we're realizing that where we're going is going to require trust and not understanding. And now we have pause because that can bring us a great amount of fear because you are simply exposing our need to be in control and our awareness 
that we must trust in you with all of our hearts if we want a straight path before us. So come, Holy Spirit, into that as we meditate upon that and consider that during the events of today and in the days ahead. Come, Jesus, we pray. In your mighty name we ask. Amen. DailyAudioBible.com is the website. It's home base. It's where you find out what's going on around here. And there's uh, always something or another going on around here. So stay tuned and stay connected at the website. Kind of been talking this week uh, somewhat unintentionally about the Daily Audio Bible Shop just because of the different themes and stuff that we've been approaching in the Bible. So I, I guess I'll, I'll do that again. The Daily Audio Bible Shop is available and the resources that are in the Daily Audio Bible Shop, certainly, certainly everything that that is shipped from the shop uh, helps to keep the lights on and keep uh, and keep the incredible amount of data bandwidth that gets used every day uh, flowing. Uh, but we cer- certainly don't exist on the shop. The, the resources that are in that shop have been created over time f- for this particular specific journey. The one that we're on, moving through the Bible in a year. And just understanding that that becomes a rhythm and... Uh, that anything that we can bring into our lives that help us with a rhythm, a path that we are wanting to walk on, anything that we bring into our lives that remind us, that continually keep us focused, that's very helpful. And so that's why these resources exist. So certainly check them out. I uh, I will mention the God of your story, which is the, the newest written resource that we have. And uh, that came out uh, late last year. That is a dated 365-day devotional format that follows the same plan we use at the Daily Audio Bible and uh, offers the same kind of thoughts that we're talking about. I mean, the Daily Audio Bible, it's different every year. It's different every day. Sometimes talking about the same things we talked about a year ago, and sometimes we've we're talking about things there's things this year we've never talked about before already but there is a path through the scriptures and so uh it took a couple of years 600 writing days to do it but it's kind of a written tangible holdable version of the kind of story that we're telling as we move our way through the bible so if you're ever without internet or you just kind of want to double dip you want to Go through the Daily Audio Bible and hear what we're talking about, but then also kind of go back and review. Then the God of your story is a fantastic resource for that, and it can be found in the Daily Audio Bible shop. So check that out. If you want to partner with the Daily Audio Bible, you can do that at dailyaudiobible.com as well. There is a link that just kind of hangs out and lives on the homepage. And I thank you with all my heart for your partnership. If you're using the Daily Audio Bible app, you can press the Give button in the upper right-hand corner. Or if you prefer, the mailing address is P.O. Box 1996, Spring Hill, Tennessee, 37174. And as always... 
If you have a prayer request or comment, 877-942-4253 is the number to dial. Or you can press the hotline button in the app. The uh, well, It's at the top. You can't miss it. <laughs> Little hotline button. And start sharing your story. And that is it for today. I'm Brian. I love you. And I'll be waiting for you here tomorrow. Well, good morning, Daily Audio Bible family. This is Jeff from the band Scepter. Day three down of year eight for me. This post is more of a technical post than anything. Over the years, I've listened to Daily Audio Bible just natively on my phone, and I wanted to do something different this year. And my brother, who is also my guitarist, is on year four, and he told me, Jeff, you've got to check out the app. Well, I tried the app when it first came out, and it just had a lot to be desired for me personally. It just didn't work out as well. I decided that this year, to do something differently for 2020, I would try to go through the Daily Audio Bible on the app. Wow, I'm glad I did. I just wanted to say, Brian and your technical team, this this new version of the app is, is so fantastic. I wish I would have done it earlier on. Uh, being able to take the notes and read along and go to the other options like the Psalms and Proverbs easily and being able to just click a button to leave messages like this. It's just absolutely out of this world. Fantastic. You guys have done an amazing job. And so my only regret is I wish I would have jumped on this app sooner. But just wanted to thank you, Brian, again, for everything that you and and your team does with Daily Audio Bible. This is just fantastic. I've spread it out to hope to some of my friends, so hopefully they will they will join in the community. And uh, just pray for a great year for everybody. And uh, ready to do it a little bit different this year with this Daily Audio app. Thanks a lot, everybody, and uh, we'll talk soon. Good morning, Daily Audio Bible family. This is B from Ireland. Uh, wishing you a happy new year and uh, a year of uh, of uh, settling, as as uh, Jill shared with us, and also a year of vision. And those two words really resonate well with me. So, Brian and Jill, thank you very much. I'm calling to uh, just share a short prayer for a lady or a guy who called during the Daily Audio Bible Christmas greetings and uh, she did not share her name or his name, I I couldn't tell. Uh, It was a 10 years member, first time caller. And uh, this was on the timestamp of two hours, six minutes. Now I'm calling because the person was speech impaired and we could barely make out what she or he was saying. And my heart was just moved tremendously that I thought I need to call in and pray. I did pray for the person that day and I prayed continuously as I remembered. But now I just want to say, whoever you are, Christ came. He was wounded for our transgressions, bruised for our iniquities, and the chastisement of our peace was upon him. So by his stripes, we are healed. And I'm just believing God that the faith we have in him through Christ can come through for you. And I ask in the name of Jesus that your tongue be loosed in Jesus' name and you get your healing and you begin to speak clearly, articulately, as God has intended. 
I decree that every demon of dumbness and deafness, that even as Christ healed the dumb, the lame, the sick, the deaf, I stand in that authority today and I say be healed in Jesus' name. And I trust God will do that which we've asked for. Thank you. Hi, Daily Audio Bible family. This is Denise. And I just wanted to uh, read the names of the people who are on my prayer page today um, who are just sad and dealing with anxiety and depression to let you know that um, I am praying over you. This goes to uh, 1227 Anonymous. Uh, who is battling uh, with her place with God, and I know that God is looking for her, and Garrett, who is battling with anxiety. Uh, I know the Lord will help him triumph, running desperately to Jesus, who is brave enough to ask the hard questions about her anger and sadness. Summer in Ohio, who is um, tired and just looking for rejuvenation. Kim from Las Vegas, uh, who is battling depression and suicidal thoughts. I know that you will conquer uh, the person who called in for Bailey Ann in Tennessee, who Bailey Ann was struggling with isolation from her church family, and Carla, who faces the long road um, out of sadness and depression, but is fighting tearfully with her prayer callings. Uh, Logan, the young man who swallowed the battery in a fit of depression, hanging on by the skin of her teeth, who is going through um, just a long path, and sweetheart, I know that the Lord loves you and forgives you, and um, Thank you for bringing your cares to us. Max from Madison, I cannot forget you. You are the one who called me out uh, to start praying publicly here. And then Mark uh, in Davie, Florida, who um, called in in despair uh, after finding his friend dead. And I just, I think about um, Genesis 45 and verses five, where uh, Joseph starts to tell his brother that brothers that he went through this terrible thing for God's purpose to help them and I don't know why we suffer but I know that it is for God's purpose and the ones who are coming after us we will be able to lead them up to the promised land in Jesus name I pray hi this is Marcia from Monument Colorado and I'm calling to wish all of the dabbers a very happy 2020 this is my fourth year with DAB and um, I'm so, so glad that I found this forum and this community. It has really, truly been life-changing for me. This year, I've decided to uh, add something to my listening and reading, and that is journaling. Uh, so after I listen to the reading, I'm going to uh, stop and just reflect and meditate on what I just read and uh, ask the Spirit to um, reveal to me anything He might be speaking to me through the Scriptures that day. And I already know, because today's January 2nd, and I've already finished journaling for today, that this is going to be worth every um, second that I devote to it. Um, I clearly know already that I'm going to look back on this year as um, extreme life-changing for me. Uh, also, I want to be a lot more faithful in uh, sharing this ministry through my sphere of influence, through my Facebook, Instagram, and then in general just telling people I know about DAB and how it's changed my life. And I also want to be more faithful in supporting it with my finances and with my prayer and just 
Very quickly, I want to say thank you, thank you, thank you to Brian, to Jill, to the, the whole family who makes this happen, and to the team that is behind them. Uh, I, I just truly don't know what I'd do without this resource in my life every single day. So thank you, thank you, thank you. God bless you all. And again, Happy New Year. Hello, this is Jamie, and um, I called in quite a long time ago for prayer in the spring of 2018, and I just wanted to call now and follow up, (laughs) much belated. Um, I called in about my marriage, that I was on the verge of divorce, and also just really questioning God and my relationship with Him and who I was in Him, and I was for sure in tears. Um, A few days after that, I listened to the prayer um, call-ins, and one day, three of the four call-ins were for me. And I just remember that moment. I was alone in my apartment, and I just crumbled to the floor in tears. Um, I felt that Jesus was there. I know He was there. And I know it wasn't a coincidence that three people called and that they aired all three of them for me. I felt seen and heard and loved. And so I just wanted to tell those three people, I don't remember your names, um, but I wanted to tell you thank you. Thank you for calling in. Thank you for telling me truth, for not just telling me to stay married, which is what I had expected, but um, for telling me how much God loved me. And um, I just want you to know that you impacted my life. And I hope that you hear this um, so that you know and you can see that God has used you. In other news, um, I'm still married, so that's good. And even better, I did recommit my life to Jesus and got rebaptized. And so life is still life, but um, God is moving. So thank you. Hi, um, I am new to this app but I've already been really encouraged um, by the Word of God and by the community of believers that are out there encouraging each other. Um, And I've definitely been praying for the people that have submitted prayer requests, and I just felt like, okay, I think I will submit some of my own. I definitely believe in prayer, and I wanted to start by giving a praise report. Um, Last May, after suffering from chronic debilitating migraines, um, I went to a healing prayer meeting, and... I have not had one since uh, May 24th, and I've literally been suffering from them some for 19 years. So I just want to praise the Lord because um, I do really believe in the power of prayer. And so I would just like to ask um, I, for some prayer for, first of all, um, my own brother who is uh, not saved and he's an alcoholic and he's been um, dealing with spasms anytime he tries to not drink. And so I would just love for God to deliver him, for him to meet Jesus Christ personally, um, as well as another friend of mine that was always weighing heavy on my heart. And this person also is going through a custody battle. And so I just ask for prayer um, that he would get to have the time with his son that he so deeply desires. Um, and then just some other health issues for my family members as well. But anyway, I just wanna say thank you for listening. Um, and that I just look forward to this year ahead of, of just um, soaking up uh, the Holy Spirit um, and being able to listen well to what His Word is saying. So thanks for, for uh, yeah, being in this together. God bless.
Hey, Dab family. Happy New Year, guys. I wanted to um, just encourage um, a sister anonymous and a sister from Ohio. I apologize, sis. I didn't uh, quite make your name. But you said that this was uh, the worst birthday that you had um, on the 27th. And I wanted to share a couple of verses of scriptures with you ladies um, from Matthew 11, starting at verse 28. Jesus said, come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Ladies, um, as I was listening to China on uh, DABC yesterday on the 4th, she said something so profound. She said, sadness shows that there is value in something. And I wanted to encourage you to really ask the Lord to show you, to reveal to you where the value is in that thing that's causing your sadness. Because believe me, he's always got something for good, for our good, even when it doesn't feel good or look good. So sisters, please be encouraged. Anonymous, please be encouraged. Please know that the Lord has much more for you. And he loves you in a very, very special way. I'm praying for you guys. Kingdom Seeker Daniel from South Holland, Illinois. I love you.